Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurim Daf Yomi. My name is Yitzchak Hatshelah. We're now in Masachet Eruvin, Daf Yod Ted Amral, in the middle of the Agadot of Rabbi Yirmiya Bar Elazar. Rabbi Elazar, We saw a number of Agadot about Gehinom. There's three doors, three openings to Gehinom. Achad bar, one in the desert. Achad bayam, one in the sea. Achad b'Yisholayim. Bamid bar, how do I know? Dichtiva, I do heim b'chol hashalam chayim shaola. Korach and all of his eda went down into the pit. Bayam, dichtiva, mi beten shaol shivati shamata koli. Yona says, you've saved me from the pit of shaol. And he was in the sea. Shalayim dichtiva, no madonai asher or lo b'tzion v'tanur lo b'yushalayim. He has a fiery kiln in Yushalayim. And that's Gehinnom. Alright, there's the door, the opening. Two lake, those are the only three places. This may go back to school. There are two date trees in Gay Ben Hinom, which is on the side of Yushalayim. You see smoke coming from between them. That's a reference to a particular kind of lulav, which is uh, which is permitted. That particular place with all the smoke coming out, that is uh, the opening uh, to Gehinom. Uh, to so you see that there is yet another place. Maybe that's the one of Yishalayim we mentioned. The seven names for Gehenom. We've seen before. Avadon, being lost. Be'er Shachat, the pit of despair, of destruction. Bor Sha'on, Tit Hayaven, Tzalmavet, Ve'er Hatzatachtit. All these in Pesukim. Sha'ol Dichtiv, Betcher Sha'ol Shivati, the Pesuk in Yonah. Shemata Kuli, Avadon Dichtiv, Ha'yusupar Ba'kever Chastecha, Emulatcham Ba'avadon. And plea to save someone's life, can sp- someone to speak of your kindness in the kever, and of your tr- faith in avadon. also in in There you Right, which is a reference to people sitting in the dark who were saved, but it could be illusion people who were in um, in Gehenna. Eretzatachtit Gemara. The last one is a tradition, and it's called that the un- the underworld. It's also called Gehenna. Geisha Amuka to Gehinom. Shakol Yoredla Aliske Hanam. All right. So the reason that it's called Gehinom here's the drasha. The reason it's, why it's called Gehinom is, of course, because it's related to Gehinom, which is already mentioned. But um, they, they say they go there because of Yiskei Hanam, which is a reference to Arayot. Vayika Tofteh, Dechtiv Ki Aruch Me'atmol Tofteh, and Yishayahu's Nevoah about um, about Ashur. The, it's waiting for him since yesterday to be burned up. Ha'hu Shekolim Itpateh B'Yitzroi Yiposham. <coughs> it's not a name of the place, it's a nickname saying anybody who is seduced by his Yetzer ends up there. Now, Gan Eden, what's that? If the Eretz Yisrael is, the, is where Gan Eden is, then the entrance is in Beit Shan. It's in the Arabian Peninsula, if it's between the Tigris and the Euphrates, 
דומסקים פיתחו, אוקיי? בבבל, הבעיה משתלח פרד מעבר ימינה, משתלח פרד דהרפניה. So they, again, they were saying about what area they thought the opening to Ganeinen was, based on the fact that the fruit was the sweetest and the nicest in that particular area. Okay, back to the Mishnah. Said in the Mishnah that the space between the Pasim is the size of two teams, according to a mayor of three oxen, and according to Rabbi Yehuda, four oxen. Now, Shita came and a Tanaladik Shurotavu Anan Yadinir Lohav Mutarot said that the teams have to be tied and not untied. So, not untied is obvious when it said tied. So, Maudatemak Shurot Kein Shurot. Maybe Shurot doesn't mean really tied, but just standing next to each other, like they're tied. Mamashlo. That's why it said not untied. They really have to be tied. One's going in, one's going out. Good. That means a team in, team out. How big is the head and the majority of the para? How thick is it? One and two-thirds on the average. Alright, so now do the math. If you have six of those times one and two-thirds, that's about ten amot. Between 13 and 14, because Rabbi Yehuda says, we're talking about 8. What's 8 times 1 and 2 thirds? It's 13 and a, and, uh, and a third. So it's between 13 and 14. <coughs> Why does Rabbi Yehuda say, Ke'eser, about 10? Ha'eser, it's exactly 10. Because in Rabbi Yehuda's case, he didn't say exactly, he said about 13. What do I mean? It's more than 13. It's not about 13. Because it's about 14. But it's not 14. It's between 13 and 14. So it's about 13. So he's had about 10. I'm a papa. Um, if the bore itself is only 8 wide, everybody agrees you do not need the extra pillars. Just four Jumadin. If it's twelve, of course you need it because there's no more room besides the bore to be in the area without there being that big of a space. The machlokan is only between ten and twelve. Rameir says you need more, the extra extra pillars. Rabbiuda says you don't need shooting because he allows up to thirteen and a third. So if it's, let's say, 10 wide, there's room for the extra two for the animal to get in, and it's still not 13 and a third. So what's he teaching? Tanina. We already learned all the numbers. He's teaching us the Brita that we just saw, which he himself did not know. He's taught it on his own. Okay, Bami asked his Rabbi, Let's say you had Dumadin, that are supposed to be six, or three and three. What if you made them much longer? Now, the Reb Meir Mahu, according to Reb Meir, do you need Pshutin? What did we say about making it a much larger area? It's okay as long as you add Bipasin. My love, doesn't that mean you have to lengthen the Dumadin, which means that works? It means you add more pshutin. Why does it say yarbet bipasin? Yarbet means you should have more pasin. Yarbet bipasin makes it sound like you should increase the size of the pasin. So tani adshirat pasin. So we have another brayta that says adshirat pasin. 
does it mean that you add more? He says, no, you actually make them longer. <coughs> so, kind of the other version, the second version, we don't have an alternate text. It's And it means that if you make the thing long, the, the actual Dumad longer, it does count, and we take that extra uh, length into account, and it works for making the area bigger. Now, we just asked about Reb Meir, who says it's only 10. What happens if you extend the Dumad? What about an area that's bigger than 13 and a third for Reb Yehuda? What do you do? Do you add more Pshutin in? Or do you have to extend the Dumadin so that they close up the gap? We said, how close can the thing be? Enough as long as the cow can get in there. How big? Huge amount. He puts a limit on it. Don't you agree that a corral could be as big as you want, and if you got a fence, then you can carry? He said the difference is that there you have a real mechitza. Here you have the symbolic mechitza, which can't be that big. But if you think that you extend the Jumadin, then you should really call it a mechitza, and it's no different. So Hachi Kamar, no, Rabbi Yudah meant the following, Zu Torat Mechitza Leha Upirzotel Be'eser, a corral has a deen of a Mechitza, therefore we allow up to ten of a breach, Ve'elu Torat Pasin Aleyan, here it's a different halacha, Pasin, Upirzotel Be'eser, and therefore we allow a breach of up to thirteen and a third, as Rabbi Yudah already outlined, and as a result of that, therefore we could also, we'll, we'll limit it to Beit Satayim and not bigger. He asked another question. Tell me, like, something that we'll see a number of times in Erevin. Let's say you have a hill that slopes up 10 tfachim height within four amot, which makes it a reshut ha'achid. Nidon mishum diomad, can you call it a diomad if it's right there next to the well? Oh, ain't no nidon mishum diomad or not. Amayat tenituar, b'shem an alazar omer, ha'ita sham evan merubat ro'in. Let's say you have a big square rock in one of the corners. So if you could imagine it as cut, and there's an amad going in each direction, you got a diomad. It has to be six tfachim in each direction. Which means that you could use your imagination for this. So the same thing with the tell. If you have a big round rock, Imagine if it's big enough that if you could cut it and divide it, and you would end up with an Amman each direction, so you could extend your imagination one step further. Now, but my Kavit Palgi, where they're disagreeing, must be Marsavachad Roin Amrinan. One of them says we could do one Roin, which means when you've got the square thing, all you have to imagine is a piece cut out so you have an L shape. But we can't extend it to two imagination, two steps of, uh, of, of separate, two steps of separation of imagination. <coughs> or two degrees of imagination. And that would be imagine that it's, that it's rectangular and then imagine that it's cut. And the other one says that you could. So you'd have to do the same thing with the tell, which is, uh, which would be two steps. By asked another question. Kanim, which is really like a picket fence. 
And you've got, each stick is less than three, and they're within three tvachim of each other. Is that a diumar or not? We said, if you have a tree, or a fence, or a picket fence, a wall, or a picket fence, it's a diumar. My love, isn't that talking about the kind you described? Maybe it's talking about fanned out reeds, where they're all together, and there's no space between them. But then that's like a tree. And you already said a tree. So you're going to say it's a picket fence. I there, then that's like a wall. So how do you explain it? There's two kinds of walls. There's a rock wall and there's a picket fence. There's also two kinds of trees. There's a regular tree and there's a fanned up reeds. That actually Abai asked Rabbah, according to this other version, about the fanned out reeds. Does it work as a Jumad? And the answer was isn't the fanned out things? it's a picket fence. So now it's the same take backwards. What will you answer? It's the same thing. Uh, same thing backwards. Okay, Ba'amina Abai Mirabah. He asked him another question. Chatser Shuashan Nechnas Levena Pasin. So now you got a Chatser, but the front of the Chatser goes into the area of Bena Pasin. Malutatamitochal of Bena Pasin. Can you carry from the Chatser into the area of the well? Bena Pasin Tochal, or the other direction? Amalei Mutai said, you may. Shtayim Mahu. What if there are two Chatserot that go in? Amalei Asur. You can't. Amaravun and the two chatserot have not got an eruv with each other. Amaravuna shtei masurin vafilu ervu. He said even if they made an eruv with each other, they can't. Because then people might think that an eruv works for the eruv ben apasin, so we don't allow it at all. Rav Amar ervu mutari disagrees. If the two chatserot made an eruv, then they can carry into ben apasin into each other. Malav Abayel Rav. So Abayel says Tanya v'sayelach. I'll prove that you're right. If you got a chatzer that one end goes in a ben apasin, you can carry two. But two chatzerot can't. That's only if they didn't make an error between them. Then they can. So let me tell you to the Ravuna. That sounds like a challenge to Ravuna, who said even if they made an error, they can't. That's if after it breached in, they made another Eruv with the area of the Benapasin. So now by the next question. What if the water of the bear dries out on Shabbat? Can you still use the area and carry? The Mechitza was made for the water. The Pasin ceased to exist because there's no water. Boy Ravin, so yes, have Shumai Mishabat Uval Bishabat Ma. What if the water dried out on Shabbat and then it got regenerated? The spring got a plug and then it got unplugged. Amalabayim said, I have Shuba Shabbat Loti Bailah to buy me de Mar Pashitli. Dasir. I don't have a question about them drying up because I already asked my Rebbe and he told me it's Asur. Baunamiloti Bailah. I also shouldn't have to ask about what if water comes in. You essentially have mechitza created on Shabbat because the pasim come back to life with the water. So it's like a mechitza was made on Shabbat. And v'tanya, what do we know? Mechitza made, even deliberately, you build a fence on Shabbat. It's a mechitza. 
even if it was made by Ones, <coughs> and this machitza happened out of your control. But Rav Nachman said that's only Chumra, it's a machitza, that if you throw something in from the outside, you're Chayev, but not that you may carry there. So that's talking about if you built it Bamezi, then you're not allowed to carry in there, but this is not made by you at all. Okay, Amr Rabbah, that finished the six questions of Abaya of Rabbah in our case. Amr Rabbah Let's say you're outside and you throw something into the area of Paseh Biraot. Chayav. It's Rishut Yachid. So Pshita, should be obvious. If it weren't a proper Mechitza, how could you take water there? Which means it is Rishut Yachid. No, we're talking about a case where you made a similar kind of thing, a pasebirot, without a well there, just out in the street. <coughs> you threw something in, chayav. So, nami pshita, right? If it weren't for the fact that pasim really do work as a machitza, in general, it wouldn't work for the boar either. It's only that the rabbis say, you could set this thing up for a boar. But they must be a real reshut ha'yachid de'oraita, otherwise they couldn't work. So we're talking about a case where you set up in the street and people keep walking through. Which means that you would think that it's not a Rashut Ayachit. You're teaching me that Rabim walking through do not destroy the Machitza. Rabbi Oz already said that. Didn't we have a famous piece in the next Mishnah. If the Rashut Rabim goes right to the Pasei Biraot, it's like Kenan Stadin. Rabbi Yudah says you have to detour them around. Otherwise it messes it up. say you don't have to. Which means, the Rabbi walking through don't change the fact that it's Shut And here's where you learn how powerful Machitzot are. The answer is, could be that they were saying that's Chacham's position, we don't agree. Therefore, Rabbi Lazar said, and if you throw something in, you're chayav, because he agrees with that notion that mechitzot are super powerful. So why didn't he just say the second halacha, not to comment on the first? He said both together, he quoted the one Mishnah, and then he quoted this thing, This he made. He issued this ruling, which is the natural result of his comment on the Mishnah. Okay, the Mishnah said, You can make it closer as long as there's enough room for the animal to come in. You can't stand Rishut Rabim and put your head in and drink in Rishut Rabim, unless you put your head and a majority of your body <coughs> into the area where you're drinking. The same is true about a wine press for Masrot. If you're outside and you drink and bring the wine out, you got to take Masrot. Now, Here, in the case of a person, we say, you need to have the majority of your body and your head in there to drink. Do you have to have the same thing with a cow, that the body is inside the area? <coughs> so, that's the answer. is If you're holding the cup, you're in the Pasebi Road, you're holding the cup, but you're not holding the animal. You certainly have to have the animal inside. If you're holding the cup and holding the animal, do you have to have the whole animal inside or just the mouth? Might. The Mishnah says that you can make it as small as you want as long as the animal's inside. My love, do not get love and not get mana. We're talking about a case where you're holding the animal and holding the cup. 
That's talking about a case where you're holding the cup but not the animal. That's why you have the majority of the animal inside. But if you're holding the cup but not the animal, since when is any this mutter? You're not allowed to fill water and put it right in front of your animal on Shabbat. You can fill it up and spill it out in front of the animal. He shall tell me that. It'll drink on its own. So Abaye has this as a very unusual case. And some of the Gemara have pictures of this. We have a trough that's in Rishut Rabim. It's ten high. Four Tvachim wide. One edge of it goes into Ben Abbasin. And what's the deal? You might see that the trough is not working right. You may end up going to fix it and moving something out of the way as you pick it up and carry it outside of the Pasim. But you wouldn't be chayv in that case, so we're not going to make zero of it. Why? We have this in Shabbat. Let's say you're moving things around your house, and as you're picking up, you say, you know what, I'll take this outside. Patur. You're not chayv for caring. Why? So I talk When you first picked it up, you didn't intend to take it out. So same thing here. When you first pick up the trough, you didn't intend to carry it out. Elwa must be a different gzeirah. You might fix it and then bring it out. Then you're going to bring it into the area where inside the pasim, so it's a that you can't have that weird kind of structure you can't use. Now, there's another version of this whole take on the Mishnah in the 10th parak about you drinking water and the animal. Beforehand, we asked, we demand that the man be mainly in the area. Does the animal have to be in the area? Now it's the opposite take. When it comes to a person, it's enough for most of them to be in there. With a cow, is enough for most of it to be there alone. Maybe all it has to all be in there. So, if you're holding the cup and holding the animal, it's clear that it's enough to have a majority. We're talking about a case where you're holding the cup but not holding the animal. Again, the Mishnah says, that as long as the majority of the animals inside. My love to not get run of a law. Are we talking about a case where you're holding the cup but not the animal, which is the way we had it in the earlier version? Lo did not get man of a law. You're holding both. Chamistava makes sense. The man not get man of a law. If you're holding just the cup and not the animal, mishari vatanya. As we said, I'm not there. I'm not even telling you. I'm told. My love is a fake. We should tell me lea. And may Allah rabbi achab evus amir b'shita abim begalas ratfachim v'rachav arba v'roshon nichas to the pasin chazid le'levus mukalkel ati litkune. So we already had this entire take that that particular problem is in the, this kind of evus. That's when you're not allowed to ha- give the animal water. But otherwise, if you're holding the cup, you can give water to the animal. Just exactly as we did before. So we're still trying to settle whether the animal has to be all in if you're not holding the animal or just rov. If you have a camel where most of it and its head is inside the area, you can shove food into it. And that's kind of like holding the cup and holding the animal. And we require a majority inside. 
got a very long neck, and therefore, perhaps, majority is enough. There's a regular animal, and most of it's inside. You could, you could stuff it. Stuff the food. Here you need a majority, even though it's not a camel. The answer is, that's a gamal. That bright does talk about a camel. A tiny beimah, a tiny gamal, but one bright says beimah, one bright says gamal, so the other, the beimah must be uh, ox or something. So the answer is, midi gabi adari tanya, are they in the same brighta? In one case, it's a gamal, in the other case, the brighta refers to the gamal as beimah, it's a separate brighta. This allows it with a gamal because it's got a long neck and may take it outside. Okay, we're going to pause at this point, we're going to pick it up on Dafchaf bet at the bottom with some of the parameters of uh, Pasebi Rot, the meantime it should have a wonderful day.